Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players and Somerset Moms' hilarious comedy about a shipwreck, a courtship, and an extra wedding. Too Many Husbands. It stars Bob Hope as husband number one, Frank Sinatra as husband number two, and Lucille Ball as the long-suffering wife. The Lady Esther Screen Guild Players and Too Many Husbands. A year ago, Bill Cardew took a solo cruise in a ramshackle boat and disappeared from the face of the earth. His widow, Vicky, married Henry Lowndes, Bill's partner in the candy manufacturing business. This evening, Vicky picked Henry up at the office, and they are just returning home after dinner and a show. Peter the butler meets them at the door. Uh, good evening, madam. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Peter. Hiya, Pete. Got a fire going for yes, us? Yes, sir. Atta boy. Now you can trot along and throw yourself into the hay. Uh, very good, sir. Uh, say, you still reading that mystery, The Case of the Marinated Corpse? I completed it this evening, sir. You did, huh? Who knocked off the victim? The butler, sir. Oh, well, I'll come up later, Pete, and lock you in. Uh, very good, sir. Oh, I beg your pardon, madam. Yes, Pete? I neglected to mention that a gentleman called while you were gone and left this message. I took it down verbatim. Oh, you're getting sloppy, Pete. Next time, take it down word for word. <laughs> very good, sir. Thank you, Peter. That will be all. Now, what gentleman could be calling me... Oh, you must have met one once. Read the message. Just got in on a tramp steamer. Will be there as soon as the Department of Health scrapes off my barnacles. <laughs> Bill. Now, who could that be? <gasps> Bill! No, it can't be. He's dead. <laughs> of course he's dead. It must be a joke. Oh, Henry, it can't be a joke. He must have been rescued somehow. Well, so what? Who cares? Don't you realize that he thinks I'm still his wife, not your wife? That's peachy. Looks like you started getting married and forgot to say when. Oh, you'll have to break the news to him, Henry. Uh, pardon me, madam, but the gentleman who called is here. He says... Uh, one side, Jeeves. Vicky, come to Papa. Oh. Well, <laughs> well kiss me, baby. <laughs> now, well, now another one. <laughs> one of those was in the script. <laughs> oh, Bill, are you really alive? Still some doubt about it. Okay, let's take it again. <laughs> another one, huh? <laughs> Shame it's only a half-hour show. Uh, 
Ahem. <coughs> Cuddle up close, Vicky. Ah, that's wonderful. Let's just stay like this until Take It or Leave It comes on the air. Oh, but that's next Sunday, Bill. Well, what's a good Saturday show? <coughs> if there's an echo in here, it's got an awfully sore throat. That's Henry, Bill. Say hello to Henry. Hi, Henry. Say, keep cuddling, kid. Gosh, it's good to be back. Oh, Bill, I still can't believe it. How did you get back? What happened? Oh, really nothing to it. My boat just sank in the middle of the ocean. I wise-mulered to the desert island. <laughs> yes, I just wise-mulered right through there. <laughs> that was me. And for almost a year, all I ate was fish. Nothing but fish. Did you have a man Friday? No, on Friday, more fish. <laughs> Bill. Oh, I'm not in such bad shape. Look at these muscles. Know how I got them? How? Well, the only thing left to my boat was ten foot of chain in the anchor. I used it for a yo-yo. You want to look at my muscles, Henry? No, thanks. The doctor told me to avoid excitement. <laughs> I see. Incidentally, Hank, old man. <laughs> Hank, old man. Yes? <laughs> Isn't it a little past your bedtime? Your Ovaltine must be boiling by now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I guess I could manage to stay up a little while longer. Oh, don't force anything, kid. Hello, Bill. Tell us some more about your experiences. Your message said that you got picked up by a steamer. Tramp. <laughs> it's tramp steamer and cut it out. Well, see you tomorrow, huh, Hank? Come on. Come on, Vicky, honey. Uh, Bill, I think Henry has something to tell you. More? This kid's getting to be quite a chatterbox. Okay. <laughs> okay, son, tell me, but remember, we're on the air. Uh, hardly know where to begin. Well, I bet it's something about business, huh? Oh, sure, sure, that's it. Remember our best-selling candy? You bet. The all-day delight? That's right. The sucker that improves your pucker. <laughs> and do you remember Peanut Rapture, the bar with glamour and every goober? Yeah. Well? <laughs> well, sir, there used to be 11 and a half peanuts in every bar, and I've cut it down to 10 and a half. No! Yes. And I've got the slogan. Watch for the day, the 7th of May. Oh, great work, Hank, and good night. <laughs> Bill, Henry has something really important to tell you, and he'd better tell you now. And it better be important. Come on, let's hear about it. Well, uh, I'm married, Bill. No fooling. Who's the screwy bride? No, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. Let me guess. Myrtle? No, you see... Uh... Agnes, Bertha, Carolyn, Daisy, Elmer, Francis, Gracie, Hildegard, Imogene? Was Henry acquainted with all those girls? Are you kidding? Dorothy Dix used to write to him. Oh, wait. <laughs> I can't get over it, Hank. Gosh, some of these days you might even become a father. So, that's the kind of a man I married, a wolf. Yeah, he's the biggest... What? Who married? Bill, old man. I've got something important to tell you. Oh, so that's it. You've been hanging around here like a salami in a delicatessen because you live here, huh? You're her husband. Well, I'm the nice one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this, Vicky. Did you really marry him, or did you just miss a question on truth or consequences? <laughs> But I thought you were dead, Bill, and I was lonely. Lonely? Why didn't you join the Elks or something? Can't you understand? I loved you so much that when they told me you were dead, I, I went all to pieces and married Henry. Thanks for the fanfare, kid. Well, I didn't mean it that way, Henry. You've been wonderful to me. Oh, I understand, Vicky. I'm out of your life, forgotten. You found happiness, and I'm just a gopher in the garden of love. All right, I'll go. Oh, please, Bill. We don't feel that way about you at all, do we, Henry? Oh, I don't know now. I think he's got hold of something there. Now, <laughs> uh, well, you've got one too many husbands. You'll just have to trade one of us in to Madman Munts. <laughs> Make up your mind, Vicky. Not now, Bill. We're tired and upset. Let's get a good night's sleep and face the problem in the morning. Henry, you will sleep in the guest room with Bill. Good night, my men. And this is what I dreamed about on that desert island. <laughs> Come on, lover boy. <laughs> 
So this is the guest room. My, my. Well, what's wrong with it? Well, it's gotten frillier since I was here. Used to be a room where a man could undress without feeling ashamed. <laughs> How about a pair of pajamas? Any of mine left around here? Nope. I gave all your stuff to a tramp. Hmm, and on you it looks good. <laughs> where do I sleep? There's the bed. You mean we've got to sleep in the same bed? Aren't these tears in my eyes telling you? <laughs> I'm the guy who's got trouble. Last time I slept with you, I woke up black and blue. That's the night I dreamed I was taking chances on a punch board, remember? <laughs> yeah, this is quite a bed. No wonder you're so puny, Henry. You haven't been eating your grape nuts. Well, how do you know? You sneaked them upstairs and put them in this mattress. <laughs> Why don't you stop beefing? Was there a nice, comfortable bed on that desert island? Well, no, nothing but palm trees. Okay, so there's a chestnut tree in the yard. Go out and hang on your tail. <laughs> Who is it, a friend or another husband? <laughs> Come in. I thought I'd see if you boys were all right. Oh, I can't complain. Of course, I could use a pair of pajamas. The water on my knee has just turned into a popsicle. <laughs> oh, poor Bill. Where are your pajamas, Henry? I won't tell. Now, I know they're in the second drawer. Go on, get a pair for Bill. Oh, all right. But they'll be much too big for you, white guy. <laughs> Vicky, this is the first chance I've had to tell you how wonderful I am. I mean, how wonderful you are. <laughs> Look, forget about Henry. You'll have to forget about one of us anyhow. I hear they're going to start rationing husbands. Hey, what are you whispering about? We weren't whispering. No, I was just showing her where a barracuda bit me. <laughs> you mean where he bit your back? Well, a fellow's got to eat. Please, Bill, I don't want my husbands to quarrel. Give him the pajamas, Henry. Here, take them. Well, good night, boys. I just wanted to be sure you were all right. Hey, wait a minute. I don't feel very good. No? What's the matter? Oh, deadly tropical fever. I've got it all through my body. Couldn't think of a better place for it. <laughs> Put your hand on my head, Vicky. All right. Why, it's not at all hot, Bill. It will be. Just keep your hand there. <laughs> Hey, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel so good myself. You don't? Stick out your tongue, dear. Oh, that's no fun. You held his head. <laughs> you know, I don't believe either of you are a bit sick. Now go to sleep and we'll settle everything in the morning. Good night, boys. The second act of the Lady Esther Screen Guild play will follow in a moment. Now, a word from Lady Esther. Once each year, you wake up in the morning and it's your birthday. A special day to be celebrated just for you. But did you ever stop to think that your skin has a birthday every day? Skin specialists will tell you that every day your skin gradually sheds part of its outside layer. And down underneath, a new, fresh skin is born. Isn't that remarkable? Your skin is always trying to make itself lovelier. But it needs your help because it has an insidious enemy... A stubborn film caused by natural oils mixed with cosmetics and dirt. You can't see or feel the stubborn film. And ordinary cleansing methods fail to remove it. You think your skin is clean when it isn't. But there is a safe, sure way to get rid of that stubborn film. And here it is. Smooth on my unique Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and wipe it off. Immediately, and this is so important, apply Lady Esther cream again and wipe it off. The second cleansing with Lady Esther gets rid of that stubborn film. Now your skin is really clean. And instantly you see the difference. The clearer, fresher, younger look. The new softness and smoothness. Give your skin this wonderful chance to grow lovelier every day. Remove that stubborn film every night. My safe, sure Lady Esther way. 
Lady Esther presents the second act of Too Many Husbands, starring Lucille Ball, Bob Hope, and Frank Sinatra. It is now the following morning. Bill and Vicky are at the breakfast table. Henry has not yet appeared. Coffee, dear? Thanks. Fine thing. My first night home and I sleep in the guest room. How many lumps? About eight. <laughs> Where'd you get that mattress anyway? I wonder what's keeping Henry. Well, he's pretty tired. He stayed up all night to watch me. Really? What for? I walk in his sleep. <laughs> Pass me some more of that puffed rice, huh? Oh, good morning. How did you sleep, Angel? Great lover. <laughs> I'm talking to Vicky, Icky. Peter, you may bring in Mr. Lowndes' breakfast now. Uh, yes, madam. Uh, good morning, Mr. Lowndes. Here are your eggs, sir. Shall I serve them? He looks silly hatching him. <laughs> I think down, he can do it. You know that, don't you? <laughs> are you sure six eggs would be enough, old man? We can always put a couple of more chickens on the swing shift. Why don't you lay off? Why can't you let a guy enjoy a quiet breakfast with his wife? Don't forget that she's my wife, too. Why, Peter. I'm frankly sorry, ma'am. I, I guess I'm a bit old-fashioned. Oh, you mean what Mr. Cardew just said? Yes, madam. The arrangement does sound rather uh, sophisticated. Well, it really isn't, Peter. You see, Mr. Cardew is my first husband. Oh. Yeah, he was supposed to have been drowned at sea, but wasn't, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You see, I, I had too much to go on my Pepsodent contract, and the, and the Lieber brothers swam out and saved me. See, Peter, this is a very involved problem, and I'm afraid it's only the beginning. Oh, madam, not a third one. No, I haven't thought of that, but I can see how it could be habit-forming. Well, I once knew a young woman who collected seashells, and it got a dreadful grip on her. Well, tell us more, Peter. <laughs> Pull yourself together, Pete. The whole thing will be settled by tomorrow. I hope so, sir. Either one of you gentlemen goes or I go. Oh, stop acting like an old maid. It's not that, sir. I simply won't shine four shoes every morning. Everybody's got a union, isn't it? I wait for... <laughs> Thank you. There, you see. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Even Peter is shocked. Even Peter is shocked because I have one husband too many, and we've got to do something about it. You're right, Vicky. I'll kill Henry this afternoon. <laughs> Darling, you've got to choose between us, and I'll help Bill pack. Oh, I didn't sleep a wink last night. I just tossed in bed thinking and thinking and thinking. And finally, I decided that... Yes? That I couldn't make up my mind. Oh. But the time has come. <laughs> I must make a decision oh. now. <laughs> Good. Good, and I... I hope the loser will have the decency What'd to join the... <laughs> I said good, and I hope the loser will have the decency to join the Foreign Legion. Uh, tell me, Bill, if What's you lose, that? will you join the Foreign Legion? Will I do what? Will you join the Foreign Legion? Well, I'll meet you halfway. I'll go down to the library and read Bo Jest. <laughs> Stout fellow, aren't you? It's please, just the way this boys, suit fits. Stop please. that. <laughs> now, just sit there, both of you, and don't say a word. Just let me look at you a little while. Well, look at us, Vic. Uh, Vicky, darling, while you're deciding, I only want you to remember that I came to you in your darkest hour and gave you all the love in my heart. And I only want you to remember that. Honey. And that our life I... together... <laughs> and that our life together, if you choose me, will be as happy as it is in my power to make it. I thank you. No, don't give him the Oscar yet. Wait a minute. Oh, hey. Oh, what a speech. Isn't that nice? He did it up so well, didn't he? 
Hello, Vic. Henry. What, honey? Henry, you're what so Hen? sweet. Oh, that's Hen, yes. Yes, <laughs> Listen, Vicky. All I want you to—it's <laughs> a grand line. I don't know why I ignore it like that. All I want you to remember, Vicky, is our first hour together in the tunnel of love at Coney Island, and you swam back. You were peachy. <laughs> oh dear, this is so difficult. If only one of you were good-looking or intelligent, it would be much easier. <laughs> My agent read this stuff. That's it. Intelligent, eh? Say, William, old man. Yes? You don't happen to Where'd know you how go? to... Where'd <laughs> you go? You don't happen to know how to... <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Hen. Uh, you don't happen to know how to spell pithecanthropus by any chance. Can you say that on the radio? <laughs> yes. Pithecanthropus. I'll, re I'll, re I'll repeat it for you. Is that a California town? <laughs> pithecanthropus. No, yes, pithecanthropus. I, like I like the way you say it, too. Yeah, pithecanthropus. It is the missing Awful link. Awful time to get lower plate wobble, isn't it? <laughs> you know what it is, Let's don't go. you? Let's go, Bill. Just reach, reach for his razor blade. But what is it? What is you know, it? What's it's that? It's the missing link between man and ape. How do you spell it? C-R-O-S-B-Y. <laughs> now, you see? You see, Vicky? With me, big words are everyday conversation. Yeah, well, with me, it's muscles. Can you jump over the breakfast table? Huh? You heard me. Can you jump over the breakfast table? What for? I can wait till the butter comes around to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I say you can't. Not that it's anything to a man of my athletic prowess. Well, if there were a reason for my jumping over the table, I could do it too. Uh, watch this, you armchair athlete. Give me a little room, Vicky. Here I go. Remember me, I'm the one that jumped. <laughs> we better get off the air before the sound man destroys himself. <laughs> Who left that tall spoon in the coffee cup? I don't believe you made it, old man. <laughs> Bill, Bill, darling, are you hurt? Oh, my. Yes, I am. <laughs> hey. What? What's that on the floor right there? Why, it's just some puffed rice, dear. Thank goodness. I thought it was my teeth. <laughs> Playing games. Oh, this is hopeless. I can see right now I'll have to separate you two boys. That's the only way I'll ever come to a decision. It's like old times, isn't it, Bill? Uh-huh. Remember how we used to walk in this park together when I was married to yeah, you? Yeah, this is what I get for going away and letting you fall into the clutches of a rat like Henry. Oh, please, dear, you're talking about my husband. What do you think I am, Uncle Ramus? <laughs> it was hard enough on that awful island a whole year just thinking about you, remembering the way you used to kiss me. Put your arm around me, Bill. One night I dreamed we were getting married all over again. You had the same ribbon in your hair. You wore the same leopard-skin coat. I put my arms around you. I kissed you, and then I woke up. Oh, poor Bill. And the dream was so real, even after I woke up, I thought I was still kissing somebody in a leopard skin coat. I was, too. A leopard. Put your arm around me again. Kiss me. Oh, Bill. I haven't felt this way since you drowned. Will you quit calling me dead? I ain't dead. I'm just holding this expression till they pay off my life insurance. Now I know, Bill. 
It's you I love. Oh, hooray. Tonight we celebrate. Oh, but one of us will have to be brave and tell Henry. Well, let me know what he says. Oh. <laughs> poor Henry. Yeah, poor Henry. Well, at least he'll have the peanut bars. We'll give him the whole goober business. Just think, 20, 20 million nuts to him. Just think. <laughs> Why, darling, what are you doing here at the office? Don't tell me you're taking an interest in the candy business. I, uh, uh, Henry, there's something I must tell you. Say, I'm sure glad you dropped in because I've got something to tell you, too. Oh, but this is important. Well, so is this, darling. Listen. Time after time I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loving you. So lucky to be the one you run to see in the evening when the day is through. I only know what I know The passing years will show You have kept my love so young So new And time after time You'll hear me say that I'm so lucky to be loving you. Oh, Henry. That's how I feel, Vicky. Now, what did you want to tell me? Only that I love you, Henry. That's the way to talk. Tonight we celebrate. Tonight we tell the whole world. Yes, darling. Wait till Bill hears this. Ow! He'll cut off his curly hair and weave himself a new mattress. Oh, poor Bill. Yeah. <laughs> poor Bill. Oh, thanks for the memory. <laughs> Uh, just a second. What, what are, are you, you doing, doing here? here? All right, one at a time. What are you doing here? I have a date with Vicky. You have a date with her. That's a pretty good kid. Yes, sir. That's pretty good there, boy. I hope so. Oh, I get it. She hasn't told you yet, huh? <laughs> told me what? Well, Bill, Vicky decided this afternoon, and we're going to get married. And you can either divorce her or die again, but this time you've got to do a better job. <laughs> Look, am I crazy? Henry, this afternoon, Vicky promised to marry me. Ma Holy smoke, you too? Don't you see? She handed us both the same routine. Well, how do you like that? I'll be a... You always have been, old boy. Now, look. <laughs> what What do we do now? She isn't worthy of either of us, Bill. You're right, Henry. After all, she's only a woman, isn't she? That's all. Why, there must be a million others just as attractive. Sure. A hundred million. You bet. What's she got that any other woman hasn't got? Nothing. Not a thing. That was fun. What do we play now? <laughs> Bill, old man, we've got to stick together. 
Yes, sir, you're right, pal. What do you say she doesn't get either of us? It's a deal, Pod. When she comes in, we walk out. Together. Shake. I always wanted to see the Sahara Desert. Now I'll see it with you. Remember now, solid front, pal. You said it, pal. Uh, hello, Vicky. Why, Bill. Oh, oh, and Henry. My, both of you. Yes, Vicky. Henry and I have talked things over. You've toyed with us, Vicky, like an octopus toys with a... Uh, what is an octopus toy with? <laughs> Another octopus. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's studied, hasn't he? But I didn't mean to toy with you. <laughs> it's just that it's just that it's been so hard to choose. Well, we've made the choice for you, darling. Henry and I are going to the Sahara. Goodbye, Vicky. Wait, you can't do this. Please, I'll decide. This way to the Greyhound. This way here. Goodbye, Vicky. No, come back. Come back. Please come back. Well, get a good night's sleep, Bill. We're taking a long trip tomorrow. See you in the morning. Good night, Henry. Hmm. Well, why not? Bill! Vicky, I had to come back. I had to see... Uh-oh. Hello, Bill. <laughs> I guess I beat you back from the Sahara Desert, huh? Well, hold your hats, folks. Here we go again. Frank Sinatra, Bob Hope, and Lucille Ball for your delightful performances in tonight's play. I have the boys' permission to speak for them, Mr. Bradley, in saying that we consider our yearly appearance on this program as one of the really enjoyable privileges of belonging to our profession. We are all familiar with the fine work being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house, and we know that work is supported largely by this program. And now, before we tell you about next week's show, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Ball. Did you ever notice how much better you feel when you wear something that's just right for you? A hat that just suits the shape of your face? A dress that flatters you because it's just the right color? Your mirror says you look wonderful, so you feel wonderful. Well, so many women write and tell me they get that same wonderful feeling the moment they use my bridal pink face powder. Lady Esther Bridal Pink is such a romantic springtime shade. But the most amazing thing about it is its subtle and elusive quality of flattery, a mysterious quality that makes it right for four basic types of skin. No matter what the color of your hair, you'll see the exciting difference bridal pink makes to your own skin. If you're a blonde, bridal pink will dramatize your blondness, make your skin look softer, more alluring. If you're a brunette, bridal pink will intensify the contrast, make you look more romantic. If you're a brownette, Bridal Pink will lift up your whole appearance. And if you're a redhead, Bridal Pink will wake up your skin. Give it the life and warmth that needs to go with your hair. The moment you see my Lady Esther Bridal Pink, you'll be anxious to try it. And when you do, you'll see how much extra flattery it brings to your skin.
Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present one of the funniest pictures of the year, Stork Bites Man. It will star Jackie Cooper, Anita Louise, and Gus Schilling. Be sure to listen. Too Many Husbands was produced and directed by Bill Lawrence and was presented through the courtesy of Columbia Pictures, producers of The Guilt of Janet Ames, starring Rosalind Russell and Melvin Douglas. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Lucille Ball appeared by arrangement with Metro-Golden-Mayer, producers of The Sea of Grass, starring Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn, and Robert Walker. Bob Hope appeared through the courtesy of Pepsodent and is currently being seen in the Paramount picture My Favorite Brunette. Frank Sinatra appeared through the courtesy of Old Gold Cigarettes and can currently be seen in the Metro-Golden-Musical It Happened in Brooklyn, also starring Catherine Grayson, Peter Crawford, and Jimmy Durante. You save enough on the largest size jar of Lady Esther face cream to buy a box of Lady Esther face powder. So, remember, ask for the largest size. Tonight's Lady Esther Screen Guild show is being heard by our servicemen and women overseas through the worldwide shortwave and network facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Next week, part of the country goes on daylight saving time. If your city remains on standard time, the Lady Esther Screen Guild show will be heard one hour earlier. Check your local newspaper for time. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther. Thank you, and good night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.